on so many trips as a female solo traveler. Well, if you want to know how I can travel so much, you might want to check out World Packers. World Packers is the safest community for travel and volunteering. With World Packers, I can travel, collaborate, and make an impact going virtually anywhere in the world for close to nothing. We love that. All I do is type in a location and World Packers will list experiences I can browse through. With homestays and hostels to social causes or animal care, I can choose what I'm interested in and apply for a work exchange. You can even read through reviews to see past World Packers experiences and determine if it's a good fit. All you do is enter the dates and apply with a message to your host. World Packers has been an awesome way for me to meet other travelers, make new friends, go on endless adventures, explore the world, and learn about myself. I'm actually in Italy right now, and I can't wait to come to you live from Albania next. I already have my entire year planned, and you can see for yourself by creating an account at worldpackers.com. But be sure to use code Coletti to save $10 today. World Packers, where will you go next? Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Waking Up with Lauren Coletti. This is a show where we dive into relatable topics for relationships, attachment styles, metaphysical teachings, trauma, and more. Thank you for joining in on these authentic conversations with medical professionals, experts, and so many influential guests who come to share their experience and add value to the lives of myself and my beloved listeners. Thank you so much again for joining me in Waking Up Together. Hey guys, welcome to Waking Up. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. Thank you for joining me today, wherever and where, whenever you are listening to this episode. Currently, it is Sunday, May 28th, and it is around 9 o'clock Italy time. And today is my last day in Italy. I actually need to leave the country. A lot of people are asking me, why don't you stay longer? I wish I could, but as an American, to live in certain parts of Europe, such as Italy, they make it extremely difficult because of the tourist visa. You can only stay 90 days within any 180-day period. So hopefully my calculations are correct, because if not, then I'm getting detained. And I really hope I didn't stay over the three-month limit, but I counted like 10 times. So I really pray I'm right. Don't feel like being deported today um, or else I would love to stay in Italy longer. But I'm actually super excited to go to Albania. My flight is around 3.30. I'm going to Tirana for four weeks and I hope to see other parts of the country. I don't know how feasible that is because apparently there's not any trains or trams or anything like that. So we'll see what my schedule looks like and if I can do that. But I feel like even if I could stay in Italy, I want to go to Albania, truthfully. And I can return to Italy in one month. I think my visa renews then. But I kind of am, I've had my share of Rome. Like, I think I'm very good on Rome for indefinitely. I will probably not be back here anytime soon. I think I took what I needed from it and being here five weeks was plenty. And there was a time in my life where I just, 
I like Rome a lot. Don't get me wrong. I adore the city. But there was a time when I was in love with Rome and it was everything I had dreamed. It was like the perfect place that I thought I wanted to live. And I realized that that was just because it was attached to someone that I had really strong feelings for and the fantasy of moving and living in Rome with this person and spending our lives together, that was attached to my association with Rome. So being without the person for five weeks while I was here, I realized it wasn't really Rome all along. It was the feeling that I connected with it. So I love Italy so much. It's probably my favorite country, truthfully, besides Spain. And I'm excited to come back when I do come back in a few months. I think I'm going to go to Milan and Venice and Geneva, Genoa. I don't freaking know. I confuse, I confuse it with Switzerland because they both start with G's. But Calabria, Sicily, there's so many areas that I still want to see in Italy. And I'm not done yet, but I'm done for now. And I'm very much excited to go to Albania and see where the next four weeks takes me. Um, I've had a lot of good luck here au pairing. I had a great experience. So if you are considering au pairing, you can reach out to me. I could answer some questions. I had a great experience. I think that is very, um, it's a very nice way to explore a location. Like for me, it was Rome. You get free accommodation and meals and maybe like 50 to 100 euro a week, which is enough because if your expenses are covered, you know, I spent so much money only because I was going to different cities every weekend with the trains. And I probably spent close to a thousand on trains in the last five weeks, which is ridiculous. But um, try au pairing if you have a few months and you want to check out an area, I would highly suggest it or do a work exchange. That's what I'm doing in Toronto. So we'll see how it goes. But I just wanted to reflect on the last five weeks. You know, I think that with me for Rome, it started with, oh, my first week here was so hard. It started with heartbreak and disappointment. And I think that it ended with strength and wisdom. And for that, I'm really grateful because I came here and like I said, I had this idea of Rome built up in my head because of ramen noodle. I call him, that's his nickname. And when I came here and ramen noodle didn't want anything to do with me and I felt so rejected and so inherently and utterly unwanted, uh, it kind of crushed me. And <laughs> then I pursued the next four weeks by myself without them, with the realization that it's actually done over for good. Because at this point, I don't want anything to do with that person anymore. Thank God that happened for me to open my eyes to that. But it was a shocking realization. It was an ugly, ugly truth that I had to be hit over the head with for it to finally resonate like okay this isn't happening and i think i fell out of love not just with rome but with him and learned to enjoy the other things for so long i feel many of us 
we put all our eggs in one basket, our happiness, our joy, our sense of self, our worthiness, we put it in the hands of someone or something, whether it's a salary or a job or a person or a trip or our appearance. And we don't realize that there's abundance in other areas of our life. You know, I was a live-in nanny and babysitting this little boy. I feel like my inner child was woken up and connected with and he taught me how to be a kid again and how to play and I got invited and welcomed into this family and I'm so thankful for that and I developed connections and friendships and other relationships besides ramen noodle and it made me realize that just because one door closes it doesn't mean that all hope is lost that there's nothing else in life worth living for. And for so long, I didn't know that. I thought when I'm in love with someone, they're the sole focus of my life. And without them, I'm purposeless. And that's so not true. And sometimes things come to an end or they are taken from us because we need to wake up to other aspects of our life that are worth looking at. So I did another solo travel trip successfully. And I feel I have a really good feeling about Albania, honestly. I hope my goal there is to make a lot of friends and to learn new things and to explore and to go on adventures and to be curious and just have fun and take the focus off of dating and relationships and love because right now I am interested in someone. I'm not going to lie. The person I met in Florence, if you tuned into my last episode, but I'm trying to not get carried away and swept away in the romance of it because I know how that ended last time and I'm really trying to be realistic and truthfully I'm not in the market for a long distance relationship at this time in my life I really don't want to do that again because I spent the last year longing and lusting after someone only for them to one day just stop talking to me and start dating someone else and it's um it's okay because I recognize that when it's right, when it's meant to be, when it's my soulmate person that I'm destined to be with or whatever you believe in, then there won't be the obstacles. There won't be the challenges. There won't be the struggle. And I wrote something that I wanted to share um, the other day. I wrote it a few weeks ago, actually, but I wanted to share it on here. I wrote, I thought the sadness came from me begging for love from people who constantly rejected me. But now I can see the real tragedy was my inner child had been asking me to love her this whole time. Despite begging for my love, I refused to give it to her. Here I was trying to win his love and she did nothing to earn it. Yet she got it all. But where did you learn that you had to be worthy in order to be lovable? Who taught you that you had to look a certain way, do X, Y, and Z to be deserving of love? 
What if the love you truly yearn for isn't a love you need to fight for? And I think I read that terribly <laughs> because it was the first time I've read it out loud. So I don't know the flow of it, but I was thinking of that. Love shouldn't feel like an obstacle course. That's what I wrote in my last book that's coming out soon. And I'm done struggling. You know, this weekend I had the opportunity to go see that person in Florence again. And I was really tempted to for a split second, but I made a promise to myself a couple episodes ago even. And I said, I'm done extending myself for people that haven't even earned it yet. You know, I went to Florence twice for him and I really wanted to see him. I'm not going to lie, but I didn't want to spend my last weekend traveling and late nights. Like I just wanted to rest and relax and spend time with my friend here in Rome. And so I said, you know what? I don't need to keep going the extra mile for people that haven't showed me that they're worthy and deserving of it yet. And he has it. So it's okay. It's not the end of the world. And a love that is meant to be and that's a love that's worth waiting for, you know? So it's okay if it works out, if it doesn't, but I'm not going to keep bending backwards and folding myself in half to try to force things. Less force. That's been the central focus of this year for me, a lot of themes. And I recently was given an opportunity. So if you've been listening to my podcast for any amount of time, and I do apologize, I'm all over the place when I talk with these things. Um, I debate sometimes writing out notes and talking points, but I try to keep things as authentic as possible because I feel like everything on the internet now is just so picture perfect and it makes me sick to my stomach because that's not real life, that's not real people. But anyway, I have been looking for a job because it was my dream to live in Spain. And I couldn't find anything. They have a digital nomad visa, but I couldn't find a remote job where you could work from anywhere. Then I just struggled so hard to find work. And none of the jobs were really aligned or it was the wrong timing or nothing was presenting itself. So I was getting so frustrated. So I was trying to force it and push it and do all these things and nothing was working. I was getting so frustrated and discouraged because I'm like, am I not worthy? I mean, I have a master's degree. I almost have a doctorate. Like, why the fuck can't I find a job? It's ridiculous. It's, I felt honestly like trying to find a job felt like running. I was running the presidential election. Like I felt like I was campaigning to be the president of the United States. That's how difficult it felt to get a freaking call back. And I had spent thousands and thousands of dollars for a job coach that redid my resume and it did nothing. So it felt like a waste of time and it just really felt hopeless. I just felt completely powerless. And I decided, you know what, like, fuck it. I'm just going to give up and surrender. And I think giving up and surrendering are two different things, but I did both. I gave up and I surrendered. And a couple weeks ago, you know, I was thinking, yo, I don't know, y'all. I have not great luck with recording podcast episodes. When I record on my phone, I get a phone call, even though my phone's on do not disturb or airplane mode or it doesn't save. And then when I'm on my computer, my computer just restarts. So hopefully we didn't lose all that. But 
if we did, then I'm probably going to scratch this all. But if we didn't, I will continue where I left off. So a couple weeks ago, I was thinking, you know, I really want to spend a year in Europe. I love Europe so much. And I honestly am over America. Like I don't ever want to go back to the USA, but I know for sure I definitely don't want to live there. I want to raise a family, get married in Europe and live in Europe. But anyway, I decided to look back into my options and I got an email from this company that I think is called Travel Bud, if anyone's interested. And I had so many options in terms of what I could do for a visa. I could do the golden visa, but then I can't work. I could do the student visa, but then I can't work. All these different things. I could do no visa and just bounce around and leave every three months. But what was really calling to me was staying there more permanently, semi-permanently at least for the time being. And so I applied for a position and I was offered it. And it's basically part or full time. You can work as much or as little as you want, which I love. Well, up to 30 hours a week. And you're there on an education visa. So I would be taking Spanish lessons every day, which I'm so excited about because I love the Spanish language. And it's been a dream and a goal of mine to be fluent in it for quite some time. So even for that alone is a hell yes for me because I really want to take lessons. I love learning and I take Spanish lessons in my spare time for fun as like a hobby. So I'd be there on an education visa and then I can work to get a few dollars, a few euro. It's kind of pathetic. The amount of money I'd be making is less than what I'd make in a week in America, but it is what it is. It's not about the money for me this year. And I was offered the position. So all I need to do now is sign the contract and then I would move in November and it would be in Barcelona, which I loved Madrid a lot. It was kind of my, my wish to go to Madrid, but Barcelona was cool. Um, and I'm not opposed to living there. And I'm really excited. So we'll see where it goes. I had applied to so many other language assistant, teaching assistant positions, and nothing really panned out. So this is the one that really stuck out. And I think that I'm going to take this opportunity. And hopefully, I'll be living in Spain for a year. So I'm really excited about that while I finish my dissertation. I have one to two years for my final doctoral project. And in that time being, if I have the funds, I would love to not be in New York. So that's kind of where I'm at. But we'll see. You know, we'll see. Right now, there's so many um, different things up in the air. Nothing's really set in stone. But I'm just going to continue to focus on my writing and my content creation and see where my inspiration and my imagination takes me and not be so hyper-focused. I really want to be open-minded and have my options open right now to see what feels good, not what is most rational, not what's most logical, not overthinking what makes the most sense. No, what feels like a fuck yes for me because when I was presented a job opportunity for a remote crisis counseling position, 
it didn't feel like a hell yes. It felt like a, ugh, like I could make it work. But then they were like, you'd have to work in America for this remote job, which makes no sense to me. Like you're a remote company. You should be letting people work from anywhere. Otherwise, what the hell's the point? You know, I get it. Working from home is cool, but I don't want to be limited. I want something that gives me freedom and independence and flexibility. And if I can't get that, then I'm going to have to pass. So it took a lot for me to pass up that opportunity because it was the only thing really presenting itself at the time. And it was a company I really wanted to work for. But I, I had to really tune into my intuition and trust that. And it didn't feel aligned. So it was difficult, but I passed on it because I had to trust and have faith and believe that something better would present itself. So that is the work in turning over to the universe and really just saying, what will you have for me? Not what do I want? Not what fits into my timeline. A lot of things in life don't make sense to me, honestly, but I trust they have a bigger purpose that I can't see, at least right now. So with that being said, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, And that's kind of what I've been up to and what I've been thinking about. And yeah, I hope everything's good with y'all. I got back into my Instagram account for those of you who listened to my last episode. It was something with my data with T-Mobile. And I'm so happy I got back into my account, but it was really uh, a lesson in just like being in stillness. And for June, by the time this airs, it's going to be June, I'm putting out a blog post on my website about the power of doing nothing and being in the nothingness and just sitting with what is in the present moment. Because so much of the time, I feel like we're forcing things or we're trying to change things or we're living in the past or we're dwelling on the future. So rarely are we ever actually in the here and the now. And I say that because I speak from experience. So I'm still getting over the flu. I don't know if you could hear it in my voice. I've been sick for almost two weeks. (coughs) I have the worst like post-nasal drip and sinus infection. But... um, I'm just trying to let my body heal. I also have the worst pinched nerve in my neck. So I'm like falling apart. So hopefully (laughs) my body knows what to do. Our bodies are so smart and it will heal. And yeah, I'm just trying to live in unconditional acceptance of what is. Like for instance, right now, I'm very self-conscious about the way that I look. I feel so fat and I haven't worked out in weeks since I got the flu and have this terrible pulled muscle in my neck and I feel just so nasty physically with my cellulite and my stomach rolls and my body shape but I'm just trying to allow myself to be without criticizing myself without putting myself down without comparing myself to all these skinny girls and feeling jealous and envious and then loathing in my self-hatred and self-disgust. I'm just trying to allow myself to be unconditionally me and love the parts of myself that I struggle to accept. So 
that's kind of what I'm working with mentally right now is just approving of myself, even though I'm not where I set the standard for myself to be in my mind and just embracing my flaws, my imperfections and trusting that if I love them, then other people will too. So maybe you can relate to that somewhat. But be in touch with me, my lovelies. If anyone is in Albania and you'd like to meet up, let me know. I also want to shout out the app Nomad Her. It's a solo female travelers app. Really been enjoying that. World Packers, been enjoying that. Um, what else? That's kind of what I've been using lately. And um, I'm on Instagram still. You can connect with me there. That's really it. I don't fancy other forms of social media. I just, I love Instagram (laughs) and, um, yeah, check out my website, be in touch. Don't be a stranger. And I guess my next episode, I will be in Albania. I know I said that the last two episodes, but it's happening. It's for real this time. So I I'm so, so excited. So I can't wait to do a review on that. And if you want to see my travels where I am. You can check out all the goodness in my show notes. And I am so looking forward to speaking you in the, speaking with you in the next episode. Take care, have a great week, and I'll talk to you in the next one.